Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore for also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Day. 
Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, the hope of rest, for the redeemed, the good and blessed. Yonder in glory when the crown is won. For Jesus is now that star divine, brighter and brighter he will shine. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Beautiful star, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us thy light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Oh, beautiful star, beautiful star of Bethlehem. Shine upon us until the glory dawn. Oh, give us thy light to light the way into the land of perfect day. Beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. Reading in Luke chapter 2, And it came to pass in those days... There went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. He went to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Thank you. 
2.15, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things that were told them by the shepherd. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Yeah. 
We certainly live in a world today that has much darkness. But we need to understand that the darkness is not anything new. Malcolm Muggeridge said, all new news is old news happening to new people. And indeed that's true. 
In Genesis chapter 6, God looked down upon the earth and He said that the thoughts of men were continually evil. We see teens murdering mothers and husbands, their wives and mothers killing their own children, and priests and coaches molesting little boys and teachers seducing young students and men and women abandoning their vows and their families and we see human trafficking at epidemic proportions as never before on the face of the earth. We crave for what we can't have. We envy, we steal, we lie, we boast, and we could go on and on. But There is great darkness in our world today. Not only darkness in the form of the evil, but there are personally many of you that are perhaps experiencing darkness at this time in your life. Perhaps a a loss of a loved one or or bearing a burden that is just, uh, you feel to the very point of crushing the life right out of you. Perhaps you're at loss. What, what do I do next? Can I take another step? And the darkness of those valleys can many times be overwhelming. But thankfully, we have the message of Christmas that brings light to darkness. I think many times we focus too much on the darkness. And rather than dealing with the darkness and rather than cursing the darkness, we just need to turn our focus to the light and we need to light the light. In Isaiah chapter 9, the prophet Isaiah said, Out of darkness, the new light would come. He said the people had walked in darkness and now they have seen a great light. Those who walk in the land of deep darkness, he said, on them the light has shined. And he was speaking this prophetically of Jesus Christ coming. For 400 long years... God had remained silent. No prophet had spoken on his behalf. Um, No word from God was given. It was a time of great darkness. And then out of that darkness came the light, Jesus Christ, that we remember at Christmas. Isaiah also said that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, And it said that He bears our griefs and carries our sorrows. In this life there are many sorrows, but rest assured, Jesus Christ came. He bore all the sorrows. He knows beyond what we can imagine anything that you or I may go through. And He came to bring light. Zechariah, we read earlier... um, said that the day spring would spring from on high 
and give light to all them that sit in darkness and lead them in the way of peace. When Jesus was on the earth after His birth and His ministry here, He said, I am the light of the world. He that follows Me shall not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I really rejoice more than ever, I believe, this year in the light Jesus Christ. There, not, and, and rejoicing in the light is not denying the darkness. There is darkness. But the darkness makes me turn my focus to the only hope that we have is Jesus Christ. And He is the light. And I rejoice in that. The light exposes. When light comes, it exposes. And when He came, He exposed our sin. And He made us realize that we are separated from God. He alone is holy and we are sinful. And the light of Jesus Christ exposed that. And He said men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. But light brings life. Without light... We have no life. Life brings light brings healing. Light brings direction. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Light gives hope. That there in the midst of darkness that you can can look to the light and and there is hope, whether it be a beacon of uh, in a storm-tossed sea that you look to the lighthouse and you gain your bearing and you get direction and you see the hope that is there. But I want you to be reminded tonight that the light that we're remembering can never be extinguished. These candles, I, I notice they're going down rather rapidly, so I'm bringing this to a... But the light of Jesus Christ can never be extinguished. There is no law that will, will make Him non-existent. There is no government that can make Him disappear. There is no teaching that will make Him um, not relevant. He will not be extinguished. Throughout history, people said, we are going to establish in our land that the word Jesus Christ will never be heard again. That we're going to do away with all the Bibles and the very place that that was said was later used to print Bibles. The light of Jesus Christ will never, ever be extinguished until He alone is the only existence and every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And to think that tonight we are able to remember this light and rejoice in this light and to realize that without Him there would be no deliverance from our own personal darkness, from our own sin. 
Without Him, there would be no hope. There would be no future. There would be no justice. There would be only darkness. The choir sang in the cantata a week ago, Rejoice, rejoice, the light has come. Hallelujah. Rejoice, for salvation has come to man. Hope to the hopeless. Rejoice in the light. Every light you see at Christmas time ought to remind you, I no longer have to live in darkness. I no longer have to live without hope. And this light will never be extinguished. But light demands our attention. Because Jesus Christ came into the world... Light demands attention. In the midst of darkness, when when someone strikes a match, your eyes immediately go to it. And when Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem, it changed the world completely because everyone must decide what they are going to do with Jesus Christ. No one else can decide it for you. You will personally decide... And Jesus Christ demands your attention. You have to make a decision one way or another. You can choose to say, I don't believe that, and bear the consequences of being separated from God for all eternity. Or you can choose to receive the light and come to the light and to have the blessing of your sins forgiven and be adopted into His family, a child of His The question that we have is, what am I going to do with the light? There is only one light, and it's Jesus Christ. We are in darkness if we have not personally acknowledged that and called upon Him to forgive our sins. But once we have called upon Him, We have the light of Jesus Christ dwelling within us. But let me ask another question here. Do you, if you have received Christ, do you live in the light? Or do we live as though we're still in darkness? Do our priorities, do our life, do our thoughts, do our words, do our actions, do our attitudes reflect the light? Or do we live as though we, we are in darkness? And let me ask another question. If you have received the light, who are you pointing to see the light? Whose life are you investing in to show them, look at the light, Jesus Christ. Look what He's brought to me. The only hope that we have is right there. We read tonight the shepherds, when they had heard these things, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. You want to know what God's will is for your life? To make known abroad the sayings of the light. 
And so we ask, what am I doing with this light? Am I ashamed of this light? Have I received this light? You know, we, we sing the little, the little song, but it has such meaning in it. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. If you've never received Jesus Christ, you have no light. But if you have, is it really, is that a part of your life, a part of your life that my life is, I have this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Think about it. And I invite you just to join with me as we sing this little chorus together. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Heavenly Father, I can't imagine what it would be like to live in darkness with no hope if you had never come. Lord, there would be no hope for deliverance. There would be no hope for reconciliation. There would be no hope for justice. Literally, Lord, there is no hope without You. And I want to personally thank You tonight for being the light to this dark world. And that You were willing to come to this sinful, filled earth and you were willing to take my penalty for my pride and my sinfulness and my rebellion against you and you were willing to bear my penalty so that I can have forgiveness of sin so that we can have forgiveness of sin and now that we can have light in darkness Lord, there is much darkness around us. But I rejoice today that in the midst of darkness we have the eternal, bright, shining light of You to light our path, to heal us, to bring hope, to bring deliverance, and Lord, to bring us home to heaven. Lord, I pray if there is one here today who has never received the light of Your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray today they would do that. 
Lord, if, if, if they're not sure of what that means, that even tonight before they leave, that they'd mention that to someone and, and we could help them receive the gift that you gave that first Christmas. Lord, thank you that we no longer dwell in darkness, but we have the light of life, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Silent. 
invite you in just a moment to join with us. Jason's going to come and lead us in joy to the world. I don't want you to think of it as, oh yeah, joy to the world. I want you to think, joy, there is light, there is hope, I can have a fresh start, I can see the light. We get too focused on the darkness And let this be a time that you say, Joy to the world! The Lord has come! No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make His blessings known. I want you to sing it like you mean it and like it's real in your heart because it's the only source of joy and it's all the joy that we need. So join together as Jason comes and leads us in joy to the world.